It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. It's every week. Every I week. Can't dis- I can't disagree. I- every week it's going to be the greatest night in the history of our sport. So It, it really is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 110 of the Just Too Sweet Show. We are coming off the Royal Rumble. We're going to give that a little shout. And we're finally getting back to the old school stuff that we love to do. We're going to bring up an old pay-per-view and break that down and have a lot of fun. Uh, we'll also have a special guest star for that. But first... I am Mr. Big Daddy Kutum Tabala. With me, as always, is my tag team partner, Mr. A to Z, Eric, what's up, brother? Not much. Uh, I'm like a, uh, and I'm in a dog-eat-dog world, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. But congratulations. You did win the Royal Rumble pool. I did. Number I 30. Did. You had number 30, Mr. Cody Rhodes. I did. I, uh. Which, I, which Honestly, I, have to, I have to send you the money, by the way. But yes. Oh, I won money. I forgot all about that. Yeah, you um, won money. Make, make sure everybody fucking sends you your loot. Um. Yeah, I got to send somebody else loot too because somebody else won the women's, right? Yes. We don't know who that is. That's up to Dave because that's one of Dave's friends. So he has to give us that information. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. I. I. I'm gonna be honest. I got going so much paying attention to all the all the drama going on in, in the rumble i forgot about cody and then when he came out i was like oh shit because the Rey mysterio thing threw me off then the brock lesnar thing threw me off I but Ray, now Ray, Ray never came in so hey he's Ray, still alive <laughs> yeah and then i was i was like confused because like now they show the numbers with the name and i'm like wow they never used to do that yeah yeah i mean it's fine but it's just i don't know it's like I was getting overstimulated too because there's so many graphics and so many lights and everything is just like pow, 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 pow. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I haven't watched pay-per-view in a while. And was that a long ass aisle to walk down or what? I liked it. It was, it was, dude, it was long. It was a little too long. You got to make a left turn and go down a whole nother aisle. I was like, what the hell is this? That one was a little too long. I'll, I'll give you that. But. I liked not having the ramp. I, I hope they keep going with that. Like, because I think the ramp, the fucking, the ego ramp sucks. Like, I. Oh, the ramp is only for TV. That's for TV, really. It's not for uh, pay-per-views, really. I, I still think they should get rid of it on, on, the, on TV because I just don't, I just don't think, uh, I think, I think it adds a, a different, I don't know. Everybody comes out on the ego ramp and does the same thing. It's like. It was kind of cool watching him walk through and just going down the aisle again. And like, I don't know, it just gave that air of mystery again to the, to the, to the wrestling. So I liked it better. Cause it was nostalgia. It was like new, new age nostalgia, like a new take on it. I, I kind of liked it. It was a little long. Like I, I would have shortened it. Maybe long. It was very, I would have, I would have taken about 40 feet off of it, but like it was, but I thought it was cool. But Jesus Christ, see some of these guys, you can see they're getting mad. Like, oh my God, am I going to get to the ring? Like, <laughs> they'd run, then they'd stop, then they'd walk, then they'd look, and it's like, okay, like, took forever. Well, we have special guest number one. If you've watched the show before, you know, you know who he is. We know this you know guy, don't we? Who this man is making his triumphant return, Mister Gill. What's going on? 
and he's rocking the black and the white. Oh wow, he's yeah. Picked up an NWO shirt this weekend, boys. Nice, nice, nice. Now you can acknowledge us. <laughs> always, always. Oh, Gil, what's and going on, course, man? And of course, uh, took a picture with the winged eagle at the Hogan shop. Yep. Yeah, yes, sir. That was cool. It was, that was that such was an awesome. Cool. That was such an awesome experience. So it was like two people in there, and I was I went up with my girlfriend to Orlando. And There's never free. anybody in there. I was I no. went there a couple years ago. It was empty. I mean, well, like when I say nobody, like there weren't like wrestling fans in there. Like I went uh, in there, and I'm just like, okay. Like I'm looking at everything, I'm pointing out stuff. She's like, I don't know what this is. I'm like, this is the seat from WrestleMania three where he slammed Andre the Giant at the Silverdome. Like, it was amazing. But yeah, he the guy that worked behind the thing let me take a picture with the winged eagle belt because I was like, oh, that's my favorite belt. And he was like, oh, you want to take a picture? With it? I was like, fuck yeah, amazing. It was so good. That's awesome. Man, yeah, glad to be that's back, sweet. guys. I know, I know, I always try, but you know, I do what I can. But I'm here. All right. So, uh, what you think timing of, too. of of the Royal Rumble this past weekend? I finally got to finish it today. I watched the two Rumble matches uh, the night of. I watched the championship matches uh, today. Actually, I saw some of the clips on TikTok and Instagram, but I actually got to like watch all the matches. I thought the event was pretty good. I, you know, I know there's a lot of rumors and people wanting uh, certain people to show up in the Rumble match. But I thought. What they did for Gunther, for having him la- have the record to last the longest that everyone's ever lasted in a Rumble match before, I thought that was great. And obviously, I mean, we're not stupid. We know Cody was going to come back and win it. But the way they did it, I felt was earned. Like he didn't just come in and just kind of just clean house. Like he had to have a nice little, you know, eight to ten minute kind of scrap with Gunther, which I felt was earned. Well, I was so, annoyed and- that he was. I was annoyed that he was thirty. Yeah, I mean, we know he's going to win, so why why bring him in at thirty? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that didn't bother me as much, but I, I'm still I was very happy with it because I feel like if you bring in instead of just having you know the Rock come back or someone else come back just to kind of win and not really mean anything, it's better for someone like Gunther, who's been having an incredible year, to get that shine and get that spotlight, you know, and also other spots too, like with what uh, Logan Paul did with Ricochet and which was crazy and a lot of other stuff, which I thought was really good too. But, and the women's match I thought was good, you know, definitely Rhea, you know, winning, but also same thing kind of had it, you know, she was kind of the favorite going in, but I thought the way that they ended it with her and Oscar and um, sorry, Tim, I know you, lo- I know you love her, but you know, Liv had to go. Hey, she uh, went, she went, she went a long time. Yeah. She did really well. She went a long time. So I, I was proud of her. It's okay. But um, overall, like before, let me ask you, girl, I mean, um, Eric, let me ask you something because Gunther seems to me like he'd be your dude. He's an old school. He's a brawler. He he kicks a major ass in this past Roman. I was actually on board Team Gunther this weekend. I thought I thought he was fantastic. What what did you think of Gunther? Yeah, I, I thought it was cool. I he's he's like a Luthez era like wrestler. You know, no knee pads, plain trunks, plain boots. Yeah. He's not built, you know what I mean. He he, he, I mean, he doesn't look. Lot, he lost a lot of weight though. He yeah, he doesn't look it. terrible, but he's he doesn't. He's not like he's not jacked. He's like an old school wrestler, and he yeah. he wrestles like an old school wrestler. He chops, he punches, he forearms, he knees. So it's kind of cool. It's refreshing to to see that. And I mean, the WWE must have a lot of stock in him because 
to let him. He's the Intercontinental Champion, but let alone they let him do that. That's saying a lot. So, yeah, I was into it. I was definitely, you know, there was times I was going to be like, holy fuck, this guy's still in there. And I'm like, is he going to win? You know, but then when I find, like I was telling you, when it came to me that, that Cody wasn't in yet, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, then I got thinking like, oh, fuck, I got a chance to win this thing. It's like, okay, he's, but, you know, you know, Brock, I don't know. But Gunther was cool, dude. I, I, I really enjoyed Gunther a lot. I don't like that. I, I watch him, and he reminds me, like he said, he reminds me of like what you want from wrestling these days. Because he is, he's an old school brawler, and he, and he and he's he's good, he's talented. He's a big dude too. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um. All right. Aside from the rumbles, we know we know Ray Ripley announced. She announced last night. As a matter of fact, she's going after uh, Charlotte Flair on the SmackDown title. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Look, we all know what belt he wants. He's been talking about it since he came back. He doesn't want the Universal. He wants that title that eluded his dad for so many years, eluded his brother, eluded him. He's going to go after the world title. Um, how do you see this playing out, though? Because, again, there's so many rumors. The bloodline, we'll talk about in a second, broke up a lot sooner than I thought they were going to. I thought they were going to make it past this pay-per-view, at least. They did not. Um, I mean. Who, so, I mean, who do you want to see go after the Universal title now? Will it be Sami Zayn? Going after him, you think? You think he's ready for that? Gil, go ahead. Well, I know you. Go ahead, Gil. I, well, I think uh, isn't the next pay per view in Canada? I think. Yeah, Montreal Elimination Chamber. Exactly. That that, that kind of tells the story. Yeah, I mean that whole segment was incredible. Like, you know, I, the match I thought was lackluster. It was a typical yeah, the, Roman Reigns, you know, match. The, the only the, the only problem was that if Kevin Owens. If he hadn't wrestled Kevin Owens like three three times previously in the same situation, it would have been fine. But yeah. he's already wrestled him like four times at this point for the title. So I wasn't expecting Kevin to win. But definitely that last spot where he threw his head against mm-hmm. the steel steps, that was yeah. rough. That was rough. That was I was like, wow. Like Kevin's right, tough. Yeah. Kevin's tough, but that for anyone to take a bump like that on the Back of your head to hit the steel steps, that hurts a lot. Twice. Twice or three times. Twice. 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 Yeah. But and for then, me, uh, I was I wasn't really focusing on that. I was really focusing on the reactions of Sami Zayn and everyone else, like Paul Heyman. Because there was little things that he that he was doing in the match that like when he when he gave Roman the chair and it almost cost him the match. And then Paul Heyman kind of looked at him and walked over, like, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. He said the story, stuff like that, you know, for me was the more interesting part. And that last like 10, 15 minutes of the show where you know you know Roman's Roman's gonna take him out, Kevin Owens with the chair, and then Sammy's like, No, 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 you've done enough, like it's it's okay, it's beneath you. And then he's like, Oh, you're right, you do it. He's like, You're gonna do it. And it was just like as soon as the cameraman went back and yeah. Roman turned his back, I was like, Oh, I know what's gonna happen. Like literally he reacted the same way when Seth Rollins hit him with the chair. To break up the shield, I mean, but that that reaction that Sammy got was incredible. That was like no, no one is over. If, if you would have told he's me, over. if you told me he two years ago himself. that the most over heel is Roman Reigns and the most over face is fucking Sammy Zayn, never would have yeah. believed you. Never would have believed you. No. But even Roman's reaction too, like they were like, "Fuck you, Roman!" Like, yeah, it was legit. Like he, all the heat. Well, but dude, I know, I know, I know how much you love super kicks, Eric. Now that they're not really a finisher anymore, we, we had a super kick party with Kevin Owens strapped to the ring. They exactly. beat the piss out of him. I mean, that was, was brutal. It? it was brutal. That was terrible. 
It was brutal. I was like, whoa. It was, it was the it was the laziest spot I think I've ever seen anybody call in my life. <laughs> well, you don't like, like 15 uh, super kicks in a row? Something like that. Dude, you're just you're just fucking lazy. These are Samoans, man. They they're fucking wrestling machines. What the fuck is going super on? Super kicking like, in sneakers, boy. <laughs> no fucking way. They're, they're tough bastards. They should be beating the fuck out of you. Fucking throwing you down. Samoan drop off, splash off the top rope. Fucking all this shit. Fuck Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh, don't turn on Roman now. Don't turn on Roman. And acknowledge I, him. I, I never turned with him. I, I, <laughs> you know, he's. I, I can't. I could never. I like Joe as a person. I met him when he was a kid. Pretty sure I did. Look, don't take it the wrong way. I met a lot of of Samoan kids and i i'm pretty sure he was one of them because i met secretly in the bloodline i i kind of am i was trained yeah. by them like you know i i might as well me and joel were were you know whatever they call white people um <laughs> they, ohana family like that's hawaiian uh, ohana, right? oose, oose, ohana, oose. Oose. You're a that's white a brother, I guess. Yeah, oose. You're, you're a white oose. Uh, you're a white oose. I'm a oose. <laughs> you're a oose. Oose. You're, you're just missing. Yeah. You're just missing a tri- uh, a tribal tattoo. I'm like, missing you know, your yeah, face, and, like, on your back. And I don't eat raw fish and shit like that. So whatever. But uh, no, I I you know what I think Roman. He's he's. It looks like he's trying too hard to be an asshole because he's really not an asshole. He's really a, he's really a cool guy. And he, he, he like, cause he look, he just looks like he's like, oh, he's like a meathead. Like he's not supposed to be a meathead, but he's fucking acting like a meathead. So like his brother, Matt, who I was really good friends with, um, he helped train me a lot too. And I, I wrestled him a couple times, uh, Rosie, uh, whatever superhero training. Yeah. Oh, super, super great guy. Um, Super nice, dude. They're all super nice. That's what I mean. Like, it, it, he just looks like he's struggling to be. Because you know how, like, Alpha and Sika and Samu and all the head shrinkers were like, blah, blah, blah. it was easy for him to do. Roman is just too baby facey. Like, he, I think he would be so much over as a, like, a real, like, a good old fashioned baby face. Like, no, I, I, I think. I don't know. They I mean, tried they, that for they, years. They tried that for four years. Did they try? <laughs> it didn't he, work. I don't know. I, I just don't think it was executed properly. Um, they, hated him, they hated him from the beginning. <laughs> as a, as a, they, they did. And you know what? That kind of mm-hmm. broke my heart because, you know, when he came into – when they were first the Shield, like, he was the shit, dude. He was yeah. – like, they they focused on him. I mean, you got fucking John Moxley, fucking whatever. I mean, he's the, he was the he, – I always said he's the one out of three that fits the WWE mold. Like, big guy, charming, attractive, tough. Yeah. Yeah. Even though, Seth, yeah. Even though, even though I would argue Seth is a bit, obviously Seth's a better promo, and Seth, I, I think, can have better matches with anyone. I think Seth's a little better worker. I'm be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. I think I think he is, but Tim, I you know, I, I want I want to get behind Roman, but I I just never could. I fucking love the Usos, man. They're fucking great. Yeah. I probably met them too. Like I said, they were all kids. When, when I, I mean, I'm talking like, you know, l- little kids, like, you know, they're fucking around, beating the fuck out of, beating the shit out of you, punching you in the nuts. Like, that's, that's what I remember. All these kids, like, they were all little. Well, we met them. And, and Jackson, they were, they were cool. They were, they were, they were real nice. So, 
Oh, they're super nice dudes, yeah. and all all the Samoans are, man. They're the sweetest people. But you know, they're the ones you want to have with you when you're in a bar fight, like because you, mm-hmm. you know, anything from a sledgehammer to a bottle to anything's not going to hurt them. So doesn't all matter. Right. But no, I can't get behind Roman. I'm glad they broke up the bloodline. I, we need something new, like this whole head of the table tribal chief bullshit. It was just getting it was too much for me. I just they didn't execute it right. I got to disagree with you there. I, I think I, I think appreciate I, him. I feel like I, 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 I feel appreciate like him when he came back. When he came back two two and a half years ago, when he left uh, during COVID and started this whole bloodline run, I feel like that was the reset that Roman needed for his career. Because I liked it at first, but like yeah. I said, it just got stale, man. It got stale, and nah, I, I, mean, I look, believe at the end it was poorly executed. Like it wasn't a. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's meant. Maybe that's how it's meant to be. What do I? I'm not a booker. Because I, you know? I don't necessarily think it's over. Because I think Sammy is. You know, we're gonna. I I know Friday on SmackDown, everyone's gonna be tuning in to see what the hell is gonna happen. Because like literally, Sammy and Kevin were left like lifeless on the in the ring. So we don't know what the hell is gonna yeah. happen. Now. And, yeah, the U- and even the Usos are now. Will the Usos yeah. be fighting each other, or will, yeah. them, you know, will they be fighting? Jimmy, uh, it was Jay, Jay or Jimmy. Did J- Jimmy walked away, right? Or was it Jay that walked away? Jay, Jay walked away. Jay, Jay walked, walked away. away. Like, yeah. So that's gonna be crazy. Um, well, let's move on real quick. Uh, disappointment had to be the freaking Mountain Dew Lights Out match. Oh, I mean, eh. it was fine. Yeah, it was. Yeah. You know what? It was. Then, it was. Let talk to you. And then Uncle yeah. Howdy missed a big spot. He yeah. missed a big spot. <laughs> jumped off the Which top one? and missed, missed completely. Oh, the Howdy? Yeah, Uncle Howdy jumped off the top and missed that spot completely. Didn't even come close. Bo Dallas him. or Shane McMahon, whoever it is. Whoever the hell it is. We don't know. Who probably, it is. I think I, I hear it's Bo Dallas, but they have I think it might I think there's a possibility it's Shane McMahon. Jeez, I don't know who the hell's gonna be. Uh what else was there that night? What else was what else was decent that night? No, I mean all Women's title match was good. The women's title match was all right. It was decent. Yeah. It was decent. Booker T. No, Booker T was terrible. He looked awful. He, he looked, looked like awful. You know what he looked like? He looked like yeah. like like Greg the Hammer Valentine trying to break dance. Like that's what he looked like. <laughs> as rhythm and blues. <laughs> yeah, as rhythm and blues at his age now. Like that it just he Oh, he was he was he was seized up like a fucking like a seventy six toe. Like, I mean, overall, I mean, there were parts of that where I was watching. I was going, "Is is Vince back in charge? Is this, is this Vince sneaking his way back in here? What's going on here?" I wondered the same thing. But I guess overall, it was it wasn't bad. I didn't think it was great. It, I mean, I I expected maybe I just over expected too much. I was expecting super surprises in each rumble and. This and that, and I mean the coolest thing about the women's was, I guess Michelle McCool hopping the fucking barrier. That was the only that thing was really, cool. There was really nothing all like no major surprises if you yeah. got the NXT people. Yeah, and what's her name? Chelsea Green. She came. Chelsea in Green. From, she came in from where I don't know, but all the internet rumors were true. She's here, and she got thrown out. She, and yeah. she got the record for being thrown out the quickest. Who's Chelsea? Who's Chelsea Green? Big exactly. like, Zach Ryder's wife. Yeah, she was on Impact, and uh, yeah, where is he? He was supposed to show up and be in the match. Uh, I mean, there were no surprises at all. And I, that no, there none. I, there were none. And I, I didn't like it. I'm just gonna say, I, I like think it. that's why they threw Booker T in at the last minute, probably because everybody either either canceled or couldn't do it. 
All right. Well, we're going to see what happens Tuesday on SmackDown. But overall, Bert, overall, what, what would you give the Royal Rumble then? What grade? I mean, probably like a B minus. B minus? Okay, great. Yeah, it wasn't horrible you. by far. Definitely. Eric, what are you giving it? C, D, F, well, W from no work? Well, <laughs> let's not go there. But uh, I, and you know what? Overall, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a solid C plus. Okay. I'd probably give it around a B, B minus somewhere around there. Also. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not going that far. But uh, I like I like the colors in the pitch black match. It was kind of fun. That was yeah, the, st- cool. the stuff he did with his uh, with his makeup. I thought his that was makeup cool. and and the f- things on his ass and La Knight just happened to be wearing fluorescent shorts, so they glow in the dark. He, oh yeah! Wow. It. It's almost like he that, knew. I'm just happy that he's not that feud anymore. That he can move on. Because I really like Eli Drake. Like he's really good on the mic. Who's, who's but, Eli but, Drake? Yes, I, well, hey, that's what he was when he was on the NWA. Yeah, he was uh, La Knight. Yeah. LA Knight's but, cool. I like him. But but this also thing wasn't resolved either, which pissed me off. I want this Uncle Howdy thing to be resolved. But I think this wasn't resolved. I, Nothing was resolved. Well, I think they're I think obviously they're still working on that. Well, they I think if it's gonna faster. get resolved, it's gonna get I feel like if it's gonna get resolved, it's gonna be resolved at WrestleMania. Well, yeah. I hope so, because I don't know what the hell's going on yet. I mean, I don't want to wait till WrestleMania to see you, Captain Uncle. I keep saying Captain because of the Exorcist, Howdy. <coughs> Uncle Howdy, because of, of uh, you know. I don't want to wait till WrestleMania to find out who he is and what's going on and who the fucking giant bunny is and all that stuff. I, I don't need to know. I want. I don't want to wait. Oh, that's right. They all need to know. Yeah, but they were all out there. All the, all the Firefly characters are out there in real life. So, you know. Who knows? Lives are going to be in Waylon Mercy's hands. No, <laughs> that's right. That's the way to do it. They they should bring them all back together and have one big like faction of, of Southern Reverend type lunatics. It'd be a fucking great faction. Would be a great faction. <laughs> they should have Waylon Mercy, Dan Spivey, manage them. There you go. That would be great because that's hey, that's where you got the information from. Yep, from Bray Wyatt. So, all right, I'm very excited. What's going to happen right now? I'm very excited because we're going old school, baby. We're bringing back a pay-per-view from our past, from our childhood, and we're going to knock it around. Gil, you sticking about for this one? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, we also have a very special guest, though. Is making? I think it's his first time on the show. Maybe second? Maybe first. Se- second. second Was he on my show? Might have been on your show. I don't know. Either way, uh, he is becoming a slight fixture on pop culture. He does a lot of the Granny's PC, which is coming on. Following the show tonight, they're doing some more Superman stuff. But anyway, let us welcome Mr. Steve Grogan. Hello. What's Whoa. up, man? What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah. Okay, cool. got you. I always worry about my mic. Nah, man. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. I just uh, finished up watching the uh, pay-per-view, actually. And did it bring back uh, all kinds of great memories? And Well, this is why I do this. Like I told you, I started like, you know, I... I don't know. I kind of became a big fan around WrestleMania six, right? And stuck with it till maybe a little after the Lawrence Taylor one. And then I was kind of out with the Salvatore sincere years and all that. We know that, that that's, that was out. But uh, yeah, so this is kind of like just for nostalgia's sake in my wheelhouse. Like this is King of the Ring 93, like, you know. Well, give, give a quick, uh, <laughs> cause I, always, I always love it. 
when do you watch all your wrestling? Give a quick, a quick little story on how how you, you watch all your wrestling uh, stuff off off the network. So yeah, so I got Peacock, and um, when my girlfriend goes away, <laughs> instead of like porn or anything else that pe- normally people do, I get to watch wrestling because she won't watch it with me. And uh, understand that's when I have the TV, and so when the girlfriend's away, I watch Earthquake. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't walk in on me, you know, when I'm <laughs> watching sweaty men bump up against each other. And, and, and the best part is, I'll, I'll get a text at eleven o'clock at night, like about like earthquake or something. I'm going, go, oh, fuck, Rogan's watching fucking wrestling. Lauren must be out of town. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah. get, I'm, I'm getting texts that are, you know ridiculous <laughs> Royal Rumble texts or WrestleMania texts. You know, I'm alone when you start hearing about tugboat in my texts. <laughs> By the way, you know, Rogan, I'm going to bring this up to you too. I know, I, I, I know you won't do it, but I think you should. I told you about it though. Well, '80s con wrestling. I think you should go. I, I know I, it's all about work because I work on the weekends. But shit, I'd love to go because it's funny. We were talking about like four, like four or five wrestlers, and then before that, that I love that nobody knows, and they're all going to be there. Yep, Skinner. He's a big Skinner fan. Skinner. Whoa, Mr. Skinner. Hughes. Mr. Yep. He- Whoa, the big cat. Wow. <laughs> They're all going to be there. I'm telling you. Virgil. Virgil. Mm. Virgil. Met him charge before. you $2,000 for an autograph. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of my top two tag teams, the Beverly Brothers, are going to be there. Wait a minute. You didn't tell me the Beverly Brothers were going to be there, Chad. I, I told you the Beverly Brothers were going to be there. <laughs> Did I? Was I psyched? You were psyched. Dude, I'm trying, to get psyched. You to, I'm trying to get somebody to go with me. That's why I'm, I'm trying to get people to go. When is it again? May 6th, it's a one-day event. It's Saturday. You, you go there early, you get the autographs, you meet the wrestlers. Then they put on a show of, like, indie wrestlers and, and a mixture of old guys. And then it's, like, uh, all kinds of wacky, like, like a wrestling family feud. There's a karaoke contest. I guess you sing, like you said, you sing entrance music? I don't know. But it's oh all kinds God. of yeah, But it's one day. Literally one day. You, you're there all day. Is there I'm like going a, and singing Bam Bam Bigelow's music because yeah. I think the, I think the lyrics are poignant. I, I just hope like there's a Mylanta booth or like some Pepto Bismol <laughs> vendors there. Like I'm gonna need it if I if like Duggan's gonna or you know. But speaking of yeah, remember we talked about the uh, the Beverly Bros because I, I I didn't appreciate their their finishing move, which is fucking violent beyond all hell. The shade of spike. I don't know how they didn't cripple half the roster. Listen, that move. Listen, they have the single greatest, funnest theme music ever. Their second theme music is is the best ever. I don't remember it. You want you want we want to look it up, Grog? I know you do. Well, while you guys are BSing, <laughs> I sh- I shall dig I shall dig that gem out of the ass of the internet. And then you got to have like you know, didn't they have the genius doing like uh, intros for them, like the Brothers Beverly, and like then you have like, uh, <laughs> Owen Wood, oh, yeah, the poems and, and shit. Speaking of the genius, yeah. he, he will be there because Macho Man is winning a old award at this convention also, which is another reason why I have to go. Mm. So I'm, I'm just throwing it out there, people. Just throwing it out. How, there. How what small town a- is this? Um, Morristown, New Jersey. Okay. Some kind of big arena. So I'm just saying. By the way, Steve Gill. Gill, Steve, you guys ever met. What's up, <laughs> man? Oh, nice meeting you, brother. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's, let's, let's get shaking. King of the Ring 93, the first one of its kind. The only king before that we had was uh, Jerry Lawler and, I believe. Harley right? Race. Oh, Harley Race. Yeah. How did Harley Race become king, by the way? You just said it uh, one day, I'm king? He just he called beat somebody? king. 
No, he was like an eight-time NWA champion. Like, and 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 in the wrestling world, other than the WWF, he was like it. So when he came to WWF, he's like, "I'm the king." They Vince made him the king. Okay. But, Haku yeah. is in there too, though somewhere. Remember he was the, the king, King Haku, and then Jim Duggan. I think. Well, I mean, you know, it kind of floated yeah, around. The, yeah, the whole king. Official. Yeah, because once the tournament started, whoever won, then yeah, then, then that if you was beat, like then if you oh. beat if, if you put the crown on the line. Then you became the king after you beating somebody. Oh, there you go. He can play it. Go ahead, and play it. Well, I'm, I'm gonna try to get us. I'm. I, it's shared, but we can still all, we can still all see each other. So I, I did it. So okay, let's right. violate. Let's violate some copyright. For over fifty years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Can hear it. That's good. <laughs> this is the best ever. The best. I want this. Them. If we can get it copyrighted, I want this to the intro to my show. This is what you're going to introduce me in. Now let me turn it down a little so we can talk. I'm not turning It's like a mixture of like porn music and something from like Vision Quest. Remember the movie Vision Quest in the 80s? <laughs> yes. Throw in, throw in like, uh, like Blockbusters, the game show, and you got it. Oh. <laughs> All right, Eric, 15 seconds. No violating copyright. 15 oh, seconds. Am I, am I at 15? <laughs> oh, man. It's my favorite. I know. See, you yeah, you guys will get along because you like the weird the weird tag teams, like the like the fucking Beverly Brothers and Skinners and, you know. Power and Glory and the Beverly Brothers are my top two. Power and Glory. Yes, Power and Glory. Power and Glory were cool. Oh, Lord. All right, let's jump into the King of the Ring, 93. I, I watched this today also. I uh, had a lot of fun watching actually this morning. Um, I watched it in the elevator because that's what I do all day. And pe- 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 people are like, dude, are you watching fucking 80s wrestling? I was like, yeah, I am. Motherfucker, represent. But it was yeah. 93 wrestling technically, so they could all suck it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Terzio's popping in with just one line. Demolition. Yes, Terzio. Yes. They're going to be there. They're going to be there also. You we get, met you- them though, didn't we? Yeah, but you can get a demolition power of pain rivalry picture if you go. Both of them. Fuck yeah! Come on, is come be- on. Is beefcake is beefcake going to be there? Yes, he is. So you can go fight him. I'm fucking fighting him. <laughs> we got to talk about whatever that is. <laughs> Eric, Eric, <laughs> Eric oh, says, and, uh, Grogan. Oh my god, we don't get me started on it tonight. <laughs> Oh my God, that's another. You can come on my show, dude, and ask anything you want. We'll go. We'll go deep down a rabbit hole. We won't come back. Okay. He just hates Brutus Beefcake, so I'm kind of with that because I just watched WrestleMania nine. Because like I told you, I've been doing all this in order, and like you know, he's just like a Hogan blower, and you know, he is. He's a cunt. <laughs> all the way. He's a he's, yeah. a he's a complete cunt, and yep. I can't fucking stand him. <laughs> I, I've caught him, Grogan. Okay, I have caught him. Oh no, I gotta say this. I've caught him in. Three lies in the last two months. I fucking went on YouTube. And he, he was doing a goddamn shoot interview with this guy in, in England, lying his fucking ass off about the Ultimate Warrior, about fucking, who else was he lying about? Well, everything. He was lying about everything. The Hogan incident, yeah. Oh, the Hogan incident with the black eye. So I said, you know what? You know, I said, you know what, motherfucker? I'm going to cross fucking reference everything you say. So I went back and found shoot interviews, multiple ones. Where people were going, so even Bruce Pritchard, the fucking liar, he was actually telling the truth about what happened. Honky Talk Man did, and uh, Cornette did, and I got three different, and Kevin Nash did too. So I got four points of reference 
to fucking go back on that guy so I can call him out. Okay, I'm coming down, Tim. That's it. I'm doing it. I'm coming <laughs> That's down. That's it. Wait, wait, wait. Can you wait until the end of the day, though? I don't want to get thrown out in the beginning. I want to get thrown out at the end. No, no. Just, just keep me away from him the whole time. And then at the end, say, hey, I just heard Beefcake talking about the Ultimate Warrior. Then I'll fucking freak out. Like, Oh, by the way, you two also have an affinity for a certain Texas wrestler. Von Eric? Kerry Von Eric, yeah, we talked about I've commented on this show. I don't think I've ever been on this show, but I've commented on it. We've talked about the Kerry Von Eric thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You you, you cool. two are the biggest uh fucking Texas Tornado fans I know, so well Well yeah. I mean that you know. Because we're in I New know. York. I'm sure in exactly. Texas there's people that have like statues of them in their fucking house. Oh yeah, of course. The Von oh, yeah. <laughs> They're gods there, of course. I actually uh, saw somebody with all the Von Erics tattooed on them. Nice. Oh, Tattoos are stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get going. On uh, yeah, King of the Ring '93, very first one. Now look, the first match off the bat was not on the on the on the network, and I'm very pissed off because we had ourselves Papa Shango defeating Owen Hart for the USWA Unified World Heavyweight. Ch- what the fuck is that? Can anyone explain that to me? Yes, I know you can. <laughs> what oh, is bro, that? You got it. No, no, no. I, 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 like I said, I know Eric can, but I did read that there was they were trying to do some crossover thing. But he'll know he'll have more info, info on it. So back in the early '90s, part of the reason is she burning sage. It's getting worse. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna destroy your house. So anyway, um, so back in the early '90s, um, when Jerry Jarrett got hired. They were doing a cross-promotion thing with the USW. Okay, so the USWA is the Continental Wrestling Association and the World Class combined. Because Jerry Jarrett bought the World Class from Fritz back in like 88, 89. So USWA was born out of that. So And they wrestled in the uh, Sportatorium, as a matter of fact, until they brought it back up to Memphis. Anyway, when Jerry Jarrett came up, when the steroid trial came on, um, a lot of talent sharing was going on. And... Uh, What'd Bunker say? Eric DHD, what's that mean? Well, you meant PhD, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, Bunker, I know, I know, I know, I know Eagles too. You want to talk Eagles? Oh, God. So, anyway, I don't know. Bunker likes the Eagles. So, anyway, they did cross promoting. Papa Shango came from the USWA. He was the soul taker. And uh, ADHD. I, I agree with that. Um, so he was the soul taker and he, they turned him into Papa Shango for the WWF and probably he was the champion. Cause like I said, Savage would go down. This is where now you guys want to deep dive into something crazy. 92, 93 or some 93 Vince was a heel in USWA and he was Mr. McMahon seven years before he was Mr. McMahon. You guys oh, are really? Well, he was that he did that in Memphis too, right? For, That's where it is, Memphis. Yeah, yeah, he had the, yeah, yeah. He had the USWA, but he goes, "I'm the USWA champion." Yeah, he's like, "I'm Vince McMahon." I do. It was great, but he was like baby face looking Vince McMahon, like, like the growth hormone was just starting to make him younger again. So, no. the quaff and everything, blue suit. So, yeah. Blue suit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what that was. That's probably what that was. Because, uh, like I said, they, they did cross-promoting with USWA, with Smoky Mountain. But do you remember seeing this match ever? I don't remember even seeing this match ever. I saw it. 
So what do I say? It was on the Coliseum. It was on one of the Coliseum videos. Oh, Coliseum videos all over this one. They mentioned Coliseum video a lot during this goddamn pay per view. I know somebody that has the entire VHS collection. It's money. It's money. All right, let's get let's get to the first tournament match. We have Grumpy Bret Hart taking on Razor Ramon, the bad guy. Hey yo, hey yo. And by the way, I want to point out that Bret Hart uh, only wins by small package or roll ups or or like weird at wacky ass moves like that because he's you know the actual execution. So I'm gonna point that out. Uh, anything about this match? Let's talk about the match. I thought it was a good match. I thought it was, yeah, good. It was a good opener. match. The but can I talk again about how like Savage is a terrible commentator? Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Rogan, Rogan is very upset about Macho Man was commentating at this time. I'm Listen, not going to defend him. I'm not going to defend him because I know he wanted out. He wanted out. He didn't want to be there in the announcing chair. I love so Macho I Man, it. but you got like, Rings you know, in for a fight. Yeah, you got these guys like, you know, Bret Hart, you know, he grew up in a wrestling family. And then someone else is like, Bret Hart does this, Bret Hart does this. And they're like, Macho Man, he's like, Okay, Hitman, let's do it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And then he actually said this. I wrote it down. I wrote it down during that match. He goes, come on, Brett, you have a 15-minute time limit. Razor Ramon has the same 15-minute time limit. Thanks. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's great. Listen, uh, no one can suck at announcing like a Macho Man, okay? He was the best at sucking. I'm gonna, I just want to okay. put that out there right now. The best worst, yes. He's the best worst. So, uh, but overall, yeah, man, what a great match I thought it was. I mean, this is the kind of shit that, uh, you know, that you, that you said Eric likes to promote actual, <laughs> actual wrestling from back in the day. Yeah. That was the freaking uh, main event of the Royal Rumble, like, earlier yep. that year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that yeah. was the first. And that was like the first match. freaking throwaway match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bret Hart wins by a roll up. Uh, rolls him over for a win. Gets one, two, three. Ray Ramon was not happy. He was. What, what are they saying over here? Are they not trying to commentate? Because he was moving to the youth movement. Yeah. So he put him behind the bench, and then eventually Macho Man said, "Fuck your youth, I'm leaving," and he went to WCW. Second generation not, wrestlers. Before, which was not. Yeah. Which was yeah. not so long after this, he, he left. Before, before he put Crush over WrestleMania. <laughs> before he put Crush over, and then the rumors Crush. started in after he left. About Stephanie? Yeah, I don't think it's even true. Yeah. I don't care. If he did, good for you, my brother. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Even though she's only 15. It's all right. Ooh, it's yeah. all right. <laughs> Guess what? I'm not going to jail because I'm dead. Yeah. Exactly. Prison? No, sorry, but all right. <laughs> um, second round, second round match. And again, this is this is another dude I really love, man. Mr. Perfect. I love going back and watching his old stuff. He oh defeats, yeah. Hey, Grogan. I'm sorry, but he defeated Mr. Hughes with Harvey Whippleman by disqualification because Har- Mr. Hughes decides I'm going to use this stolen Undertaker urn and whack Mr. Perfect right in front of the referee. Mr. Hughes dominated the entire fucking match. Oh, he did actually. He did. Dude, why, Curtis Hughes is a fucking beast, man. And where, where's he, where's what's his background? Is he football? I mean, is he what is he from? That dude. Yeah, he was what uh, Grogan on the uh, uh, Falcons. Was ah, shit. What was it? Or the Bengals? Can't, uh, shit. Yeah, no, no, no. I, no, I, no. I think you're right. But he was an ex-football, real deal, real deal. Yeah. And great big guy. What six seven, three fifty or something? He's fucking huge. Yeah. 
And if you look at his early WCW uh, matches, that that's where I first saw him. He wore just uh, red trunks, and he was just like, he's Curtis Big Cat Hughes. Yeah. Then, he, then he came back as Mr. Hughes. I mean, he didn't wear a full suit and sunglasses during his match? Not, not in the beginning, no. Son not in the beginning. Bitch. Well, I don't want I mean, that guy. sunglasses through the whole thing. Yeah. And then I read his last match was, I forgot who he was wrestling, but his glasses broke into his eyes and Vince cut him. I was going to yeah. say. How long? How long is it gonna take before you, your glass stuck in your eye? I think it was the next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So they moved on by disqualification. Next match we have. Oh joy, Bam Bam Bigelow defeats Hacksaw Jim Duggan in a quarterfinal match. Five minute match. Very quick. And they're hiding uh, the fact that Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Okay, I'm going again, Savage. <laughs> I, 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 I want to hear all the notes. Believe me, I want to hear. All I do the, too. All. I gotta hear it. I'm going for Mr. USA hacksaw Jim. As if Bam Bam Bigelow is from fucking New Jersey, like it's a <laughs> like it's a communist country. country. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then like you know, you know, I think it was what was it? Uh, they were talking about. Uh, oh, this is gonna. They're gonna. This is gonna be like a real slugfest. And he's like, they're slugging it out for sure. And like he's like Jason Bateman in Dodgeball. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's like savage. So it's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, next one up. I thought this one was hysterical. Actually, it's supposed to be the lead up. Lex Luger versus Tatanga, and both of them were undefeated coming into this match. Undefeated. Tatanga had a, Tatanga had a big push at this time. It's great. He did. He did actually, and who did I heard someone say I'm going after the Indian? Like he actually said the Indian, and I started cracking up laughing. Just called him the Indian. I was like, okay, was whatever. it Michaels? Was it Michaels? I don't think it was Ron Michaels. I think it was someone else. That said, I'm taking the Indian or something like that. I was like, whoa. Well, it's right. just bad like, to keep saying the Native American and the undefeated Native American. Look at the Native American <laughs> doing his dance, and the Native American is going to chop it. I was like, Jesus, leave it alone. But let me, let me ask you both a question because I, I, I don't remember this. This must have slipped out of my mind. They forced Lex Luger to wear a brace. Usually, they're forcing you to take these things off, Mike, Mike Sharp, your cowboy Bob Orton's, but they're forcing him to put one on. Is this the bionic elbow thing we're talking about? Which I didn't know started that early. Yeah, me neither. Is that what that was? I think so. So his narcissist, yeah. He he started the match narcissist. with the mirror still in the ring, actually, which was I thought was hysterical. No. But, so, so you're telling me his elbow was so powerful, they made him put a fucking an armband on. That was his, that was his finish. It was that spinning elbow shit, right? They're not as powerful as these hiccups. Jesus Christ! Right? <laughs> wow. But when you're fighting shit. for America later on, and you're a good guy, it's cool. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. That, that kind of threw me off. I was like, what are they making to put a pen on for? <laughs> then I kind of remembered the whole bionic elbow thing. I was like, oh, hey. And why is this? Um, I'm sorry. I'm, the name's fucking losing me. It's Heenan Savage, and who's the other commentator? Is it Jim Ross? Jim Ross. Jim Ross. No. Yeah. Jim Ross talks about Lex Luger. It says he has a three. He had a 3.8 GPA. Why does he know that? <laughs> <laughs> and how smart he is. Like, he's he a three point eight GPA. I tell you, GPA. Well, that was that was pre that was pre <laughs> pre Bell's palsy, right? He was that's what when, when Jr. talked like this. Oh, yeah. Lex Luger's Lex a hell of a blue chipper. <laughs> hell of a blue chipper. Really you know, smart. You know, 
You know, you know what the best was? What was when, when, when JR was calling like a Steiner's match. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Frankensteiner. Frankensteiner. Steiner line. Steiner line. It's like, I'll geez, tell you, there's nobody, you. there's nobody stronger than the Steiner brothers. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll take it to you. I, I know that. I'll take it to you. <laughs> well, that match ended in, in, in a draw, by the way. Yeah. yeah, it had to, right? Because they were both undefeated. Because Ludwig Borga fucking in a fifteen minute in a fifteen minute draw. Fifteen minute draw. To You're gonna have a draw. Guys. You can go ten minutes. Come on. Jeez. You have to go you don't see them minutes. anymore. No, Luger was blown up. Did you see him? He was fucking. Jesus Christ! No more know. oxygen left in the building. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if you watched the the, the in in between match. Uh, you want you're the one who watched it the most because you watched it today like I did. Did you watch the in between interviews between the matches? Oh, that's mm-hmm. what, that's what I look forward to the most to see who really sucks <laughs> at it. Mm, yeah. Did you see Mean Gene be a real dick? Yeah. With he, the, but, it was Bret Hart, Bret Hart yeah. and Mr. Perfect. They're getting ready to wrestle each other. And he's like, "Come on in!" And you know, Bret Hart, you said that you'd rather wrestle Perfect than Mr. Hughes. And he goes, "Well, I said that because." And he pulled the mic away from Bret. Like, no, 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 no. You said yeah. you'd rather wrestle. He's like, "Yeah, but it's because I find him respectful." No, I. No. You know, he's like, he's like, you called Mr. Perfect a pussy. I heard. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. like, yo, I've never seen Mean Gene be a dick before. Yeah, and then he's trying he, to sell it. Yeah, exactly. that was his last pay per view, wasn't it? Maybe yeah, because he went to also WCW right, right yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Wow, though, I was like, I never saw Mean Gene be a dick. He yeah. was poking, he was poking, fucking Mister Perfect in the ass, like, dude. Get he might have hit the the airport bar a little early that day. Yeah, and then it was like, oh, <laughs> second generation, second generation wrestlers. Did your fathers ever wrestle each other? Who won that one? Yeah, and they're like, oh, I'm not. You never beat my father. You never beat my dad. My dad's bigger than your dad. Well, my bad. Yeah, I know. It's like a five year old fucking fight. I was like, what is going on here? But I thought it was great. I thought it was real great, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So those two fought. I get now here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get, go crazy over it. But if, if you, we always talk about this, especially Eric, if you're gonna show kids a match about wrestling, yep. show them fucking Bret Hart versus Mister Perfect. What a phenomenal match! There you go. What an outstanding. These. This is what professional wrestling was all about back in the day. You don't get. You don't get tired of watching those matches. It was a fucking no. great match. Twenty minutes and it goes like that. Three like minutes and it ends. Another and, reverse, and it, fucking you know whatever the hell it was. And they're doing they're doing chain wrestling, stalling, and, and you're mm-hmm. still like, Ugh. you know, it's like you're, yeah. There's another yeah, those guys like pick a, they pick a body part and they work on it as if it's like yep. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, as if it matters and yeah. So it's really you know technical wrestling. I mean, that's yeah. yeah, I mean it was 100%. It, was, it was it was outstanding. It was I, I was that's the only match I think I watched like all the way through. Without like, oh, this is bullshit. This is bad. I watched the whole thing. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, so we take a little break from the tournament to have this match, which, you know, as we all know, this was going to be Hogan's last match because, they were, again, the youth movement was coming. Uh, he was rematching against Yokozuna after stealing the title away from Yoko and Bret Hart and at, at the last WrestleMania and getting punched <laughs> in the eye by Macho Man. I don't care what the fuck him or Brutus Beefcake say. I poked him in the eye. <laughs> I don't care what he says. I had to um, bring it up. You had to bring it up. I'm always going to bring it up because that's horse shit. The guy's it dead. Shit. Admit it. That's, that's why they won't admit it because Macho Man's dead. Otherwise, they'd be like, oh, well, he's still alive. We, have, we can't we can't fix this story. But now that he's dead, those two idiots are going to keep lying about who got punched in the eye. Just admit you got punched in the eye. What's the big deal? Everyone Dude. else knows it. Just Dude. admit it. Don't be a pussy. Exactly. Macho kicked his ass. Get over it. So, Fucking... Where's my wife? She's not here. 
Bang! That's it. That's all you got. That's the whole story. Hogan got the fucking. He got punked. Fuck you. Yeah. Hogan. Can we yeah. talk about how? Can we talk about how Mean Gene said the most ridiculous statement ever in that interview with Hogan before the match? Go for it. He said that he's an American hero and he's quite possibly the greatest hero, quote, in the history of the planet. The planet. The planet. Whoa. Hogan can beat Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, in 1985, he probably could have. 86. You know. Yeah, I mean, he he looked pretty buff back then. I, I don't think Jesus could stand a chance on that yeah. one. But Jesus was a cruiserweight, so I don't know if he would be able yeah. to handle the twenty four inch guns. Maybe uh, maybe Noah he could have you know or whoever, but not 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 yeah. Oh well, this is this was the very famous, and and then Bobby Heenan cracks me up. Of course, the camera blew up in his face. The camera blew up in his face. Okay, Bobby, the camera blew up in his face. We had the photographer on the ringside. Hogan walks over, tell him to get off. Fire. Yoko takes advantage, chopped to the throat, drops his fat leg on him, gets the pin. Hulk Hogan's never well not seen again until two thousand and three, whatever it was. Again, yeah, ten ten years, man. Thirteen minutes that took. Thirteen yeah. minutes. I love how all Yokozuna's shit back then had like photographers from around the world. They did yeah. that at WrestleMania Nine too. Like yeah. Vince had somebody go around and say, "You're Asian. You want to pretend you're a photographer <laughs> from fucking Japan?" <laughs> he's he's a camera. We'll bring you to the front row. He's from fucking, he's from fucking Cleveland. Works at McDonald's yeah. in Cleveland. <laughs> you want you want a front row seat? You're a cameraman from Japan now. That's okay. it. You're Asian. Asian. <laughs> You're Yoko Zuno. That's it. Don't you dare speak a word of English. <laughs> oh, that's fucking great. So yeah, Hogan loses. Yoko Zuna's two-time world champion. Um, yeah, the match was there because you know Hogan was he needed he needed his I mean, film Thunder in Paradise. I mean, in fact, Hogan still pulled him over. You know, he did. He had he to. Put, he he would put bread over. I know. That's because Hogan stands there like freaking jury duty, like a lawyer at jury duty and just picks his guys. He's yeah. like, this guy's fat. And all he has to do, is, will he snap his head back really far if I punch him and kick him in the face? Cool. Will he, he is, stand he's like there? A, he's yeah, John I mean, Gotti's lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll pur- I'll I'll hurt my back body slamming him, I'll body slam him again, and he'll take it, and blah blah blah. Done. Yep. He needs fat guys. He can't do a Bret Hart match and make it look good. No, I think that that's a big problem with them. I think that's why per- he wouldn't do a, a whole thing with Perfect. He only did it what one match with him. At yep. Yeah, make him look dumb. That's why. I believe that he has to be like a giant slayer, and that's it. Yep. I mean, it makes sense because you look at Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. I mean, Mr. Perfect was he was Jack, but he wasn't huge. You know, same thing with Brett. You know, Brett was never a big guy either. So I, I can no. see why Hogan didn't want him to say. He was so fucking know. afraid of, of of these guys making them look bad. Come on, dude. You know you're not a fucking real wrestler. You know you're yeah. just, you what you're, you're you're there to do. You fucking flex yeah. and you do this, and everyone loves it. You're over with. Why not get in the ring with a guy who you know? I think back then yeah. you had like skinny intercontinental guys. You're Shawn Michaels, you're Brett, you're perfect and whatever. And then you had your heavyweight world champion guys. Yeah. And it was a slow transition to get Bret Hart in there and then Michaels, you know what I mean? Like to get where you didn't have to be a jacked on roids to hold the belt. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Speaking of jacked on roids, 
We have the Steiner brothers there you go. <laughs> teaming up with the Smoking Guns to take on Money Inc. and the Head Shrinkers. There's a couple Samoans for you, Grogan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was only six forty nine. It had an eight man tag match. You don't think it's gonna go that? But this is like a just a big fucking battle royal. Wait a minute. It only went six minutes and forty nine seconds. Six forty nine. So that's like that's eight like man 40. tag. That's like 43 seconds of wrestler. Meanwhile, Tonka and Lex Luger get a 15-minute draw. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, you, got, you got two guys. Okay, so you got the Steiner brothers who are collegiate NCAA wrestlers. You got the Samoans who are the two toughest probably guys in that ring. You got DiBiase and, Sh- and, and Mike Rotunda, who's an NCAA tough guy. Yeah. And who are the smoking guns? Oh, we got Billy and Bart. Well, they were like barroom tough. Yeah. Where am I going with this? It was a time pusher. It was a time pusher. That's all. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you know what I see in this that. ring? I see a lot of two dollar steaks in this ring. What's up, guys? Blue shippers. Um, uh, we cut to the backstage. Wow. One of my one of my personal favorite times in history. This was the this was the reveal of Kevin Nash as Diesel, and Shawn Michaels actually revealed his name for the backstage. This is Diesel. He runs on gas. Blah blah blah. blah. He's a <laughs> It was fucking. It was all right. But you he know, did say that. It was really I, awkward. As a Kevin Nash fan, I thought, I thought, yeah. But once he said, you know, you know, because Diesel makes the trucks go, and I was like, dude, just say Diesel. Don't don't get into a fucking long explanation. You don't need the explanation. Yeah, Shawn, just, Sean, just stop. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, Shawn Michaels. Ends Diesel. Up defi- <laughs> <laughs> like, like Vince would say. <laughs> he yeah. ends up defending the Intercontinental title against Kona Crush. Eric's boy. My guy, yeah. I'm I know a you huge love, Kona Crush. I, I know you love some Crush guy. But this Brian one, Adams was great. One of my all-time faves. Okay. This is an 11-14 wow. match, and it wasn't a bad match at all. I liked it. No. I kind of dug Solid. it. It was good. No. Michaels is always good to watch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, now this might oh, just yeah. work with a broomstick. Like, yeah. But this match has has the uh the pleasure of being finished by not one doink, but double doink. That's right. Double doink. That's where that's, the two okay. Steve Lombardi, their, all right. That's their words, by the way, not mine, because they said double doink, and I was like, okay. So here comes doinks, Ooh. double doink down the aisle, real slow, <laughs> smoking cigars. Is that like you know, nineteen nineties for evil? Yeah. Oh, they're smoking. Yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah. Evil. Harvey Whippleman. Yeah, because they got cigars, so they're evil. I was That's like, true. okay, <laughs> we're gonna so, demonize smoking. Yeah, so I thought it was fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, Crush turns his back, sees double doink. Shawn Michaels super kicks him in the back of the fucking head, which I thought was great. You, you don't see that too often. No, that no, that's cool. a good one. Fucking rolls him up. One. Rolls him up, gets the win. I thought that was fantastic. And then Crush doesn't even. But the best part was he didn't even excel it. Really, he got pinned, hopped up, and took off after double doink. So it wasn't really, it was a sell, but it right. wasn't a sell. <laughs> it was like. I was reading that the second doink was Skinner, by the way. Yeah, Steve Kern. Yeah, definitely. He did doink a lot. Yeah. Eric knows all the doinks, Krogan. If you want to get together and talk about the doink. every doink. Every, who, doink who, who doinked when? <laughs> Which, yeah, well, you know, I've, I've, I got a lot of kids. So. <laughs> the doinks. So, yeah, yeah then the final match. Um, Bret Hart. Defeats Bam Bam Bigelow. And I, I find it, let me say something. I find this a coincidence. You saw the habit. Luna Jean comes out and delivers one of the worst chair shots in the history of mankind. Worse than any any of Hogan's chair shots ever. Hits hits Bret Hart with the belt, I mean the, the chair. He goes back in the ring. It doesn't end right away. 
Bam Bam beats him up a little more, gets the pin, matches over, and all of a sudden, fucking Hetner comes running in from the back, says, no, 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 this is what just happened. Does this remind anybody of the AFC fucking championship game that just happened this weekend? <laughs> where you got the extra with the bay, where the fucking Chiefs got an extra third and nine for no reason? I swear to God, it was the same thing to me. Because it's like, what what just happened? The match ended 15 minutes ago. Now Hepner runs out and's like, oh, no, no, no. You gotta restart that match. Because but they don't restart happened. they don't restart the fire in the face Hogan match. No, that's what I'm saying. It was so no, weird. You can't, you can't do that. No. And, no. It, and it, it didn't happen right away. It's like if you would have threw him in the ring and like Batman just sat yeah. just sat on him and pinned him, then the ref comes out and says, No, 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 they cheated. This is what happened. But it's like throw Brett back in. There we go. Okay. Lyrical genius. <laughs> so Damn, Imagine, imagine I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Paul McCartney wrote this. Yes. <laughs> But imagine singing that at karaoke. Yeah. <laughs> now you're standing around for five minutes until the next one comes up. It would just be me like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but am I right, though? Was, was that a little odd, that it, the way it ended? It was. Yeah, yeah they should have done weird. that pinfall and then the reversal because it, it's not consistent. No, not at all. Yeah. And I, really, I swear to God, it did remind me of the uh, what just happened this weekend. And I know the thing with Bret Hart, okay, listen, because I've read a lot of his shit lately where he tries to tell a story in his matches and multiple kickouts at the end and create the drama and the tension and all this shit, okay? But even after the first match, I mean, he does this thing. Every match he does, he looks exhausted. To further, like, he, there's no reason to be out of breath at the end of a five-minute match for drama he, to look like a chick at the end of a hundred-dude gangbang. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's no reason for that. <laughs> well, this last match went 18 11. Yeah, that's actually like, pretty was, long. No, I did a Broadway. No shit. 18 11. And he did, uh, he did 19 with Mr. Perfect. And then he, so he, did, did, he did like 40 minutes that night. And then he did 10 and a half for, with Razor Ramon. But he just kept pushing. I'm exhausted. So I'm a here. And, you know, fucking Jim Ross is like, oh, he's courageous and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, every time someone sweats, they're courageous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, and then he gets crowned, and that be, that, be, that starts a big rivalry with fucking Jerry Lawler. Well, Jerry, Jerry Lawler, yeah. as I'm the real goddamn king, and he called him Burger King, and that's how he became the Burger King. And it, it was a pretty insane thing to watch. Yeah. Who knew, like, Canadians, let alone Bret Hart, had a sense of humor like that? Like, you know. Yeah, are there any funny... I don't think Bret Hart wrote that. Someone probably no, told he him, call him, call him Burger King. Why? Just, go, just fucking do it, Bret. Shut up and do it. <laughs> Oh, Grumpy Brett. I want to meet Grumpy Brett at that at WrestleCon. And have, yeah. him si- have him sign my belt, my winged eagle belt. I'm going to try to get all the people who had the winged eagle to sign that belt. Well, those who are alive, I should say. Also, like we said, like with the interviews and shit, Bret Hart's the worst. He is. Yeah. He's bad. You know, Mr. Perfect, oh, you're oh, not yeah. that perfect, and that's it. That's why they had the Anvil and fucking Jimmy Hart all those years, because they were the ones who did the, all the best talking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. dude, how how great was the anvil when he was on, like, six different pills? That was so fucking great. <laughs> that was so fucking oh, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was, was great. Just, was, and, like, you know, everybody confirmed, like, Iron Sheik, oh, A to the Z, uh, uh, Jim did it, Jim of the night, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's not good for business, Iron Sheik. <laughs> He'll just lay out everybody, all the drugs everyone's ever done. He don't care. He just, now he just fucking starts yapping. He's worse well, than Bret Hart. The Heart Foundation is also one of those themes where it's like, you know, it's a thing of 
eighties, nineties wrestling where if you're fat, you're powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If you're skinny, you're agile. You're the agile. Yeah. You're the if yeah. You do a headlock. You're technical. Yep. <laughs> Well, and it, well, when I was a kid, it was I had I had I had a little goatee, so I was the anvil, and Ron had long slicked hair, so he was the hitman. Simple as that. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. All right, so you know what? I like this. We had a lot of fun with this one, Grogan. I think you should keep watching all these and come back on, and we'll start talking about the old ones, especially when we start getting to the ridiculous ones. Yeah, the old ones. I mean, that's all I know. Like you guys, I, I watch you guys. And listen, it's enjoyable even to watch you guys, even though I have no idea who you're talking about with the recent Royal Rumble. But it's you know, but the old stuff is the stuff I know best. Oh yeah, of course. But I said you while while you continue on your journey while Lauren's out of town, if next week you want you want to come on with another paper, you let me know which one, and we'll, we'll discuss that one next week. Yeah, oh, we'll Grogan, you have a you, Grogan. You got a Lauren too? No, I got a Courtney. A Courtney. Oh. I'm sorry, I, I'm getting you too confused. <laughs> And I don't know your girlfriend's name, Gil. So don't don't tell me because I'll be calling everyone that name too. So I, I know what know. it is, That's Gil. Fine. I know what it is. Don't tell. I'll, can I tell him what it is? That's fine. Ophelia. Ophelia. Huh? Her name no. is Ethel. <laughs> no. It'd be great if it was Corinne because it would be Courtney and Lauren like mixed. That's true. <laughs> that would be. Yeah, that'd be it. Well, I apologize to Courtney and Lauren for mixing you guys. I'm just. I, I had a don't rough. Apologize. I, don't apologize I, to Lauren. She I had a care. I had a rough ride home, so it's okay. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to wrap us up for tonight. Uh, coming up, in uh, Joe Grogan's doing double duty tonight. He's actually going to stick around for Granny's PC. They're doing some more cool Superman stuff. Uh, actually, they're not, not doing cool Superman stuff. They're doing Steel. Sorry, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, so I apologize. Yeah. I, I apologize ahead of, ahead of time. Dude, it's, to- it's fucking terrible. I'm about to. Go. I, I might not even go on because I'm protesting. <laughs> so, all right, so Grogan may not be on next. Yeah, PC fuck, because fuck that's how bad it is. What are you playing now? Playing this out. Oh, the Beverly Brothers. Is, come on. All right, you know what? I'm not even gonna say anything. All I'm gonna say is thank you for watching. Thank you for stopping by. Thanks for having me. See you next week. <laughs>